coming to you from the rotisserie. Chris and Jared about to open up our next card and learn what we're about to talk about. Chris, looks like he's opened it. He beat me to it. There's a lot to do in a day at the cafe. Caring for the guests that come through our doors, daily tasks that allow things to operate smoothly, and more. How do you keep seeing the cafe with fresh eyes even when you're in there every day? Hmm, good question. How do you balance doing what is required and what is possible? Cost of labor dictates we need to be out at a certain time, but there's still more that can be done. Oh, man, I got a riff on that one. I was going to say, this question, that second question goes for every position in the world and every work you can do anyway. So this, is, this isn't just a cafe question now. I could see parallels, dude. Yeah, same thing with the first question. Yeah, I've could, got a beautiful say, mind like, going on. Russell Crowe. How can Crow. you keep seeing your job with fresh eyes even though you do it every day? Guys, look at that. This is actually one of the key ingredients of being an owner is not being so literal that you can't think outside the bun, okay? Did you say think outside the button? I said think outside the bun. <laughs> the bun. Is that Taco Bell? Think it outside is, the bun. Uh, it might be Taco Bell. Feels like Taco think Bell. outside the bun. Yeah, I've just, anyways. There is a lot to do in a day at a cafe, everybody. Uh, caring for the guests that come through our doors, daily tasks that allow things to operate smoothly, and more. You know what? I don't know if and more is there. I think those are the things. That's actually it. <laughs> if I were to be totally honest, there's daily tasks, sure, but those, um, the and more is still going to be a daily task potentially, right? Stuff will come up always, but you could argue that everything is kind of built into those two places for me. You have the haves and the half-nots. <laughs> <laughs> this one's going to be good. I could tell we're on a roll already. Uh, uh, mm. Do you feel like I'm doing any infringing on copyrights when I do my my cool noises? No. Good, dude. Which copyright? I don't know. That one sounded like... What was that? I think that was a Yahoo. 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 They're not even a company Man, anymore. Hit the pitch. Yeah, dude. You guys don't even do stuff anymore. You don't even go here. Dude, you don't even go here. <clears throat> Where do you want to start? How do you keep seeing the cafe with fresh eyes even you are in there every day? This is just... I mean... How do you do that at all? It's a practice. We can start there. There's a practice. Human beings, you have to understand. Mm. We're, first, first of all, check out your brain. Your brain wants to save calories. There's a science to that. And the way your brain saves calories is it puts things on autopilot, okay? The things that are on autopilot that you can maybe reference in your day-to-day -day life would be like those times when you're driving and you realize that you haven't even been paying attention to anything and yet you went 10 miles or when you're reading your book and you're thinking about something else and you're like, oh crap, I got to go back and read that because I wasn't paying attention at all, even though somehow you were reading your book at the same time. Those are two like of the most glaring examples, even though I could go through more of what happens when your brain is trying to save calories. It's there to simplify what you do. This is a classic response. So in order to ensure that you're paying attention every single day, you have to set prompts, as one example, set prompts that make you decide to look and think and pay attention. You also could ensure that you are, you know, when you're passionate about things and you get in a flow state, you might be one of those lucky people who can find that every single day at work in some capacity. Uh, that'll allow you to get there as well. And that's really, really fun and great. I've been there many times. Uh, the other thing is making sure that you have teams and culture set up so that, and again, this is kind of a prompt thing, but that it's, it's what you do, right? It's, do we talk about 
X, Y, and Z every single day. Is somebody on the team looking to, you know, and this is a lot where it could fall on leaders, ensuring that we're paying attention. Uh, and maybe lastly, because I'm giving you a lot, straight up systems where you have to go on a checklist. Uh, and that might, again, kind of fall into part one. But we should dive into all of that. For me, though, I need all of those things because as a human, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm just going to have different days. There's going to be days when I'm more engaged with one of those things than the others. There's going to be days when I'm having a hard time in life, which we all will. And that's where something like a checklist and a team really can come into play where it's just like, well, why don't you just pay attention? Um, what happens to, I think both Chris and myself, even though I'm sure we have our human days, where we just come in and do what we do and leave is that you might just be burdened with glorious purpose <laughs> that you have, you see it every time. I think the more experienced you are and the more um, you have writing on a situation, the easier it is to have both the positive and negative stress of being able to see every single detail going on. Um, and that, that also has kind of been in, you know, something that I noticed too with myself, right? We've been doing this coffee, hospitality, and leadership thing for, you know, cumulative 20 plus years each. So with that, you know, like any professional you can come in even if you haven't been standing behind a bar or behind a register pretty much anywhere in your company you can come in and see 10 to 20 things that you'd like to potentially see better or see that could be done at the level that you used to practice and so i kind of always have <laughs> the problems of seeing those things fresh every single day and it's a struggle to not overwhelm my team with dropping every single detail on them you might be missing one of the key elements of that's why you're here dude why you're able to see those things so clearly we'll just take your experience and throw it out the window that's okay. a big part of it yep but you're disconnected you're not right. working on the floor right you're removed enough from the situation to be able to see it clearly and every that day. is one of the biggest things that you can do and there are a few ways that you can do it the one of the most powerful ways I found is to stand in line when you don't have to, you know, see your work literally from a different perspective. Yeah. You, you know, you come in every day, you go to the back, you throw your apron on, you clock on and then boom, you're at your post, whether that's concierge station or you're behind the bar. And that's how you see the whole cafe. Take 10 minutes, you know, come to work 10 minutes early, get in line. And while you get in line, look, don't just stand in line, like actively pay attention, set some intentions. Okay. Like, what do I see? Like, what do I see? Okay. Okay. The condo stand looks like that. I don't usually see it from this angle. That's interesting. Oh, I'm not heads down making 300 lattes. So I can see that the merch shelf, all these sweatshirts are folded kind of weird. The um, shelf talkers are actually sideways and scattered all over the place. Oh, you know, from this angle, I can see that there's crumbs that are under that banquette that have probably been there for what looks like six months. I never saw that from my point of view. So literally just getting into a different point of view physically is, is a huge thing. And being able to disconnect from, from the work that you're doing, mm. you know, seeing it from a different angle. And that works like in the cafe. All, there's a whole chapter in Jocko's book about it when they're, you know, running their navy navy seal training and one of the biggest problems they have is like everyone's in one big pack and no one has the vantage point to be able to just step back 
two or three feet, really be able to see the lay in the land because everyone's looking down the scope of their gun, like trying to find the enemy. But you need to see, you need to be able to have that complete picture mm. to be able to see what you might need to work on. Yeah, there's and, so much opportunity for you everywhere to be able to do that by allowing yourself even the space. You're right. Stand in line. Stand. Where are the touch points, right? And hopefully you're being directed by your team, but maybe you're not. And maybe that's even something you notice. I'm actually not being directed as a guest or nobody else is either. Okay, it looks like I order there. Where do you think my drink and my food's going to come out? And like, what if it's my first time in? Do you think I would be able to find the condiment stand easily on my own? Do I know where, you know, X, Y, and Z is? The bathrooms maybe? And... Sure, like you don't have to as a concierge every single time be like, and the bathrooms are there and the condiment stands there and this is that, but you could also be paying attention to, you know, body language of guests and being able to interact there. And they guests actually be a really great opportunity to help you engage with the day with fresh eyes every single time because you have an opportunity to ask them something. And that something doesn't have to be, again, like a five-minute conversation at the register where you talk about clothes and their favorite movies and your favorite movies and their music and then your favorite music and then you like their shoes again. And then it's like, no, no, no. What if you just, what if you just ask them like one question about something that we do as a company and then heard what they had to say back and then paid attention? Maybe there's an opportunity to engage with them down the line. Maybe there's an opportunity for you to engage with your or ask have your baristas engage and talk to them about what coffee they're getting in their drink today you are totally right being able to create intentionally space to think is and pay attention is one way to always stay engaged with your work with and that's beyond right using any other prompts and or human beings on your team to like ask for help uh, or systems yeah. Another good way to see things with fresh eyes is to give yourself small projects or focuses or set some intentions within, you know, within the scope of things that have to be done. You know, we're working in a cafe or whatever job you have. In any job, there's a certain number of boxes that have to be checked. There is a job to do. You have to do that job. Within that job, what other opportunities are in there? So it can be something on the barista level as basic as like, okay, cool. I'm not really good at pouring tulips. So this week, in addition to doing all my other work, I'm really going to hone in on this latte art thing. Now that is just, it's just deeply engaging in the craft. It's not yeah. necessarily guest focused, but it you know, pays off in a guest focused way that the better you are at what you're doing, the more engaged you are with what you're doing, the more fun you're going to have doing it. Tell me that's not infectious. I believe that it is. It is. Um, and finding little, just, just, I mean, paying attention is a huge thing. I mean, so huge, you know, again, you, we keep coming back to the same place, but you really have to, you have to make the choice to care enough about what you're doing to want to do these things. And the, the, gnarly thing is like most days are pretty much the same sure like whether you're a barista whether you're a, a business owner and to look at the opportunity that's there and to say like yeah i'm going through my checklist today and that's what i'm doing or saying i have to do this checklist i get to do this checklist no matter what and then within that there's one two three things that i really really want to work on mm. and use those things to stay super engaged. I mean, it's not so different than what 
we do. You know, we're having a conversation right before this conversation about I have these things on my mind and I'm not really sure how to communicate them in the most effective way. Yeah. So even though, you know, been owning this company for six years, we're in the same position leading a group of people, there's still, okay, there's this opportunity that we have to level up our skills to make the whole company better and we have to look for them and it it requires you know calling back to the last episode you have to take ownership of that and mm-hmm. understand that like i'm not as good as i could be yeah and there's the opportunity for me mm. and yeah I, I i can be better so that's going to require man it's going to require me learning a new skill or going deeper into a new skill and you can't do that without looking at things in a different way you know Mm -hmm. you do what you've always done you're going to get what you've always gotten and if you're not happy with it you've changed the thing that you're doing (laughs) right i think that's a fantastic example my friend the Uh, sec oh sorry no that's good that's where i was going to go to the second place how do you balance doing what is required and what is possible and then quote you know the, the secondary portion the part b of that right cost of labor dictates we need to be out at a certain time but there's still more than can be done. So the second part of this seems like a cop-out for a shitty close, I yeah. got to say. That's how I read this. And I mean, I read that too. I also read, but you could also take that one further, right, and be like, you only can afford a certain amount of people on the floor per whatever hour as well. And again, that comes down to putting the assumption that like people aren't capable of getting enough done. Sure. So, Which are both actually not good question like not fair statements because i think it's bullshit both ways yeah let's go into the clothes thing specifically and then we can look at it from a more broad point of view to where well okay okay why don't you just break down here's what you need here's what you need this is this is really 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 simple all you need is a standard right the standard says this is how we make espresso this is how we run a meeting. This is how we close the cafe. These are the things that need to be done because this is what it needs to look like, feel like. That's it. Once you have that standard and you have a proof of concept of that standard, the only reason to not hit that standard is you're not preparing enough, you don't have the skills, you're not working quickly enough or diligently enough like like that's not training it It, it, or yeah like there's a million different places that could fall apart but the standard is really what you need so if we if we say that the cafe needs to look like this at closing time and it's not looking like that like it's not because we ran out of time it's not because there's still more to do you know, it's it's just because, well, who knows what fell apart? It could be a million things. Like yeah, anybody who, anybody who's ever worked at a cafe or, you know, I've never worked in a restaurant, but I assume it's the same thing because it was kind of like that in fast food too, that the close kind of starts at the beginning of the day. Yeah, you start closing <laughs> like, the minute the store's open. You know what I mean? Like, And you should have that all, mentality. All the ducks have to be in a row for there to be a smooth close because if everybody doesn't play their part starting at 5.30 in the morning – all of that falls on the closers. Yeah. So you really have to have the culture that's looking after the store all day yeah. so that the closers can close effectively. So I'm not saying that like closers are lazy or anything like that. I'm saying like it's it's everybody's responsibility. Cat and Cloud Podcast is brought to you by La Marzocco. 
We use La Marzocco machines in all of our cafes and have been fans of La Marzocco for decades. They consistently push the bar forward in terms of what's possible with espresso machines while continually honoring their heritage and company culture. Usually when companies push the envelope, you end up with fancy superfluous gadgets that are quirky to use and prone to failure, but this isn't the case with La Marzocco. They build machines with usable features that are also workhorses. Go to LaMarzocco.com or follow them on their social channels to stay up to date with everything they have going on. Here's the thing, everybody. We don't have to show off and say that we make house syrups by ourselves, okay? Some of you might be good at making syrups, but not all of us are good at making syrups. And you know why? Because that's not the point of our jobs. We have people who could help us with that. And so we at Cat and Cloud use Holy Cacao. They are amazing, not only at chocolate syrups, but at all the other amazing flavored syrups, vanillas, you got Demerara sugar syrup. That one's actually pretty banger and many, many more. So do yourself a favor, reach on out. Shout out Wyatt, the owner. You know you love it. Check them out at holycacao.com. I mean, you just have to identify what's going on, right? It's where you start, right? You start with a standard. These things can get done. Floors mop, stations cleaned, dishes did, they lined up. There's whatever. You got your list. You got your standards of not only a list, but how it's supposed to look, right? There's clarity there. If it's not happening, then you actually can go through the day every single day or whenever it's happening and figure out what's going on, right? If it's the same people every single time, then you can look at how they work through the day. You can start exactly where you said, start in the morning and look maybe at right around the turnover level and like say, okay, what, what was the cafe left like from the, the morning or wherever, your restaurant, your place, what was it left like? And if it was left you know, anything but perfect, then you can say, cool, okay, I know that there's a place that I need to start communication, right? Things are going to add up in the day if you as leaders or as a team just allow them to. And I absolutely, unfortunately, see this everywhere. We, we perform so much better on busy weekends than we do during the week because during the week, you feel like you can just chill. And during the weekends, even if you're getting out a little bit later, you're crushing it all day because you have to be because there's these prompts by guests to stay on top of your work. During the week, everybody seems to be on these levels without, unless they're being pushed and like the accountability is high, which is part of what we're talking about, where you kind of just like, you know, you like let it be sometimes, dude. You chill because there's not like a bunch of, you know, you have like 20 minutes where there's no guests coming in here and there. And you need to be able to, as leaders, not allow for those times to be wasted time. You know, the, the day still operates the same way on the weekends as it does during the weekdays, even if there's one or two people more working on the weekends than there are during the weekdays. This is literally built so that you can do the same amount of work with the appropriate amount of people. It's busier, so you add more people on the weekend. It's not, it's not you're not able to close faster because of those extra two people you're, supp- you're able to do the same amount of work because there's so much more workload on the weekend. This is a straightforward thing. If you want to see a successful cafe, look for the ones that are busy during the week, not the weekends, because that's the ones that are going to be making that. Same with restaurants. Weekends are going to pack themselves. Anyway, so all that to say, <laughs> weekends are going to pack themselves. Everybody goes out on the weekend. So what you got to do, though, is identify what's going on. And it, it is as simple as... As that, if you need to schedule more people during the first half of the day, you still can rework your scheduling and have the same, like the appropriate labor metric. You might just need to 
You know, you pay. There's so many things. Well, you can a, do here. Here, here's what we can't do right now. We can't diagnose why you didn't do your clothes on time here because right. there's an infinite number of reasons. But I'll take this in a completely different direction. You know, this applies to everything we do. The idea of having a standard and also knowing that that standard can't be perfect because perfect's unattainable, but yeah. you need to be comfortable with it. So mm -hmm. in every department that exists. So Wiser and I often have the, this conversation um, because I'm a real particular guy and I can get lost in making things perfect. And sometimes that can be frustrating. So when we set out to make a podcast or create a video, whether it's you know with me or Mark or whoever, we need to have in our minds like okay what is this what's our end game here you know because if you've ever made a video you can edit it you can tweak it forever and you can also never feel like oh yeah i'm i'm it's perfect it's done it's exactly what i want it to be or you know with the podcast if i just would have said that one thing you know um can we go back in there and edit it and then I'll listen to it again and then I'm like oh man there's there, I left something else on the table oh let's go back in let's hit record again and edit it again and re-edit it we can re-edit this episode we could listen to this episode that we're recording right now sure every week and keep adding things to it and we could do one podcast for the entire year and it'd be really 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 good and it still wouldn't be perfect Right. But that's not the way things work. We have a spec that says, you know what? We have our body of knowledge. We come in and we have thoughtful conversations with each other. And then whatever you get is what you get. You know, we can take something out if we'd said something we later really didn't feel like we believed. Everybody misspeaks sometimes. No big deal. But for the most part, what you hear is what we're talking about. And as we've relaunched, we've committed to doing one every week. Mm -hmm. You know? So... Whether or not we come in and have the best podcast that we've ever recorded doesn't actually matter. What matters is that we record a podcast every week. Right. And it's going to be good enough. And that's our standard. That's our standard. Right. You know, and the same thing for a video. It's there on a clip for videos. Like we want to make a video about coffee brewing, coffee knowledge every other week. Mm -hmm. So once we know that, we fit the standard into the framework. And that means we leave some things on the table. We don't have a production crew. You know, we have Michael Weiser. <laughs> he's a really We're talented production guy, guy, but he's one guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we don't have a script writer. You know, Mark's doing his own things. And I give him like the tiniest bit of like guidance if he asks for it, but he's really doing it all himself. So it's that's the team right there. It's this two person team cranking these things out and limitations are are great because no matter where you are in your life no matter where you're at in your career the ability to do more with less will never let you down mm. and you do that in different ways again at different times like we did it when we opened portola we didn't have a lot of money we didn't have a lot of space we didn't have a lot of time we were working against the clock on a shoestring budget and it's easy to go around the corner, you know, less than two blocks away and you see Verve and they have a lot of money and they've been there for a while and they've been able to repolish the space and it looks really pretty and go in there and stand and, and you can be like, 
yep, our place is just not going to look like this. Yeah. We have a different spec that we're going to meet and we have a different promise. Like we're not promising out of the gate to create the most beautiful cafe that you've ever seen and end up in a design magazine. That's not our spec. No, never has. Been. Our spec right. is like, we're going to create a place where work matters, where people feel connected to what they do and you can come in as a guest and you're going to feel better when you leave. Like that's mm-hmm. our promise, mm-hmm. you know, that or like, you know, some yeah, version that's of just, that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like kind summation. of, that's us riffing. Yeah. Right. So I get into this thing, which I just feel like I need to say for, it, it comes up on staff and I notice it in myself too, though, this need to kind of state our mission or our vision verbatim and it doesn't need to be like that no i don't it doesn't need to be like that at all and sometimes it feels just a little corny or inauthentic when you say it verbatim and it doesn't need to be said verbatim well yeah because i feel the same way yeah so i just wanted to put that out um just for everybody well especially the people who might listen on our team are like oh they're not even saying the mission right yeah and i don't think they're thinking it like that but they're like you do need to know that to be able to articulate a mission and a vision well you actually need to be able to speak about it and more than just the exact words yeah it's an it's an ethos yeah you know and it manifests in like again in the spirit of that thing but you'll say it in different ways at different times that's that's just a little that's just a little a little side nugget so that's that's what we were promising right and then with our small sba loan Mm -hmm. and the clock that we had which was basically cool (laughs) we need to make some kind of money so that we can actually live like you put those two really big limitations together and then we have our standard and it's like, cool. And what does that standard mean? That standard means that our friends did the cabinets for us yep. that had never built commercial cabinets before. Someone else did the countertops for us who had never built commercial countertops before. We did the demo by hand. We've never done demo before. You know, we're calling in favors like who believes in us, who's willing to give us a deal. And we end up with a cafe that's really bare bones. Yeah. You know, if you look at pictures of Portola from year one, there's not a lot in there. No, there's none of the stuff on the wall. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Nick Vargas hooked us up with some art, but and the murals awesome. But other than that, it's just like. Okay. I mean, even the, yeah, even the, uh, merch shelves are so different now than they were then. They were yeah. just totally bare bones. What can you do with what you have? And that's, that's the name of the game and knowing what you're going to compromise on and what you can't. Mm-hmm. And we could not compromise on our mission or vision or our values. That was out of the question. But yeah, we didn't have a million dollar budget. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. You know, and that, that problem, that thing just faces you wherever you go that you are never going to work without constraints Mm -hmm. you know like are probably most of us aren't because most of us aren't funded if you work without constraints that's awesome you know like how are you going to work without constraints so wherever you're at deciding what's good enough for you and then how you're going to be able to do it that's what that's what work is that's also a good way to see work with fresh eyes or see like Oh man, if I had this and that and then and that, it's like what you don't. So you have to be creative. You have to figure it out on your own. You have like, to be creative. What what can you do within right. the box that you have? And then setting, just setting whatever those standards are in such a way that they're attainable. Which I, I think you're alluding to. We haven't said it specifically, right? If you try to give yourself these, and you said it's not perfect, but you can give yourself a list of what perfect would look like, and then never achieve it, and that means you maybe need to adjust what if you're using quote unquote a closing list, but anywhere your expectation is of what it needs to look like. What are the priorities 
in any work that you do. And those are them, right? Yep. And that's, a, you said it pretty much without being hyper specific and saying that portion is like, we well, said we're going to do this once a week and exactly. we're doing this once a week. And so if it's a close or if it's anything in the day, it's like, what has to be done? What has to be done so that tomorrow is awesome or that today is delivering on your mission, your vision, and your values, I guess, is the, one of the simplest ways to look at that, your standards of execution. And so if you're in a cafe, right, you have to hit the recipes. You have to keep it clean. You have to keep it organized. You have to serve it at a certain uh, speed. You have to engage the guests at, at least this amount of expectation, and it needs to feel sound and basically be like this. And when you say that, I've given you probably a list of no more than 10 things that you could probably like put on that list. And yeah, you could totally be the person who breaks them down and says what everything is perfectly. But if you were to just iron out what those things are and say, make sure that those stay like this or at this level all the time, everybody could get on that page and you actually would be attaining your goals every single day. And then, mm -hmm. then the extra stuff that you want to do that would make it better one, there's space for it. And we talked about this a few weeks back. If you have the systems, which that essentially what I just gave you is a system. If as long as you know how those things need to work, you know, or how to do the work to make those things operate, uh, you then can have all this brain space because you have whatever, two to seven people accomplishing these 10 things throughout the day. And there's somebody on your team always has space to be achieving more. And that actually no holds bars, no excuses is absolutely possible unless you're getting hammered. And if you're getting hammered by guests, high fives, like you're do that means you've earned that work and that's fantastic. Like that's the ultimate win. So, you know, it's nice to be able to have those things set up so that you're able to do more without having to necessarily add more uh, resources to the table, right? You're able to create. And that's, that's the magic of, knowing for sure that like, hi, I'm alive and I'm a human being and I'm, I'm able to, I'm doing such a good job at this work that I'm able to add more to the table and something that I can do is really valuable here. What is that? And, and you got a list there too that you can pick from. Just don't pick 20 of them, pick one or two, you know, <laughs> and, and, and feel good about yourself. There's never, there's never, I just really believe that there's always there's always space, I guess, and time to f if you put the intention in and you put the thinking time and you put the perspective there, you, there's always an opportunity to do what you need to do. You just need to be able, able to prioritize it and let things go, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where there the different types of work, but the same thing where it's right. it's with a with a cafe cafe closed. We need to be out at a certain time. If there's been a if if. It, if you've done it once, you can do it again. Yeah. You know, if there's been a perfect close once and everything was dialed in, you can repeat that. And if you didn't, something broke down along the way. Yeah. Who knows what it was, it but something broke down. Go figure it's, it out. It's completely fixable. It's not a, it's not a, it's not like, oh, we could do a perfect close if we just had another person. You know, maybe you do work somewhere that's really putting the squeeze on you. I don't know. I've always it had it. It can happen. It can happen, but I think more often than not, people are just like, you know what? It's the end of the day. It's really easy to leave those crumbs under the counter. You know what? No one's really going to notice if I don't sweep 
if I don't pull the mat up and like mop under the mat because it's going to get dirty again the next day and Mark does his grounds on the grounds thing anyway and you know whatever it just lives there and it's I I see why people do that you know like I I, that's probably more of what's happening Mm -hmm. than my boss doesn't give me enough time or you know whatever We're, we're having some sort of labor squeeze and Sorry. I got really, I was just trying to roast Mark in a gentle way. <laughs> that, was, that was like a real roundabout way. It's it was okay, a real Mark. roundabout way. I put my grounds on the floor I don't think I too. did it really well. Sorry, Mark. I was trying to give you a playful, I gave him like such a huge Android roast too. Oh. I text- <laughs> Roasted by Android. Dude. <laughs> He's all, I takes better pictures on your camera. So it was um, Matt Lonsbury. Yeah. From Proud Mary. Good a minute, yeah. Um, Old Maddie Matt. Hitting us up about Wusha. So I was like, oh, you don't want to talk to me. Actually, Mark knows everything because Mark and Gene really work with Wisha. So I was like, let me let me make an introduction. Hey, Mark, you're cool if I make a text introduction with, you know. Old Lansbury. Matt and Kirsten. Powerballer. Like, yeah. And so I'm just like, hey, Kirsten's what's up? Awesome this too. is Mark. He knows everything. He's also the director of coffee. And he's got an Android. He's got an Android, so it's going to come up green, but it's all good. Like, <laughs> we're going to be fine. <laughs> Did anybody give you a ha-ha? Uh, Mark took it really gracefully. took oh. it in stride. He can Mark. take a good roast, which he is can, nice. He I, can roast and take I a roast. I appreciate someone who can take a good roast. Hey, that, a was, that was a little bit of a, of a tangent. That's great. I don't that know where I was great. going from there. But yeah, limitations. Like that, limitations are everything. They're yeah. great. Embrace them. Use them. Use them to channel your creativity. Use them to channel your energy and set a standard. If you have no standard, yeah, then you're going to be comp- you're going to be a victim of this, like, search for perfectionism that you can never attain and it's the wackest dude it's like and then we saw that with portola too when we actually did open we we had to open that week yeah it wasn't like oh we could just push it one more week it's like no we're opening tomorrow yep and who's coming with us that was pretty fucked up too yeah because we just did it you saved the day on that one because we had the inspection and then the food safety inspector which you need a food safety inspection, at least in California, for anywhere who serves milk. Yeah. Because it's food. <laughs> Go figure. It's wet food. In, Just like dogs. In our roastery. Yeah. In the uh, also food prep area, it was just like plain concrete. And they're like, we can't have you pass inspection because you need this to be sealed in. It needs to be moppable and food safe. And we're just like, how the f- fuck are we gonna do that and you're like let's go to home depot and i was like that's never gonna work <laughs> you're like let's go to home depot so we went to home depot and bought a bunch of cheap crappy epoxy, garage epoxy yeah. and just dumped it everywhere slapped it on jason helped us yeah, i was dude, just like having a panic jason. attack because the roaster was already there so i'm just like fuck dude like mass masking tape all yep. over the bottom of the roaster like this is not how you do it the right way and it, it wasn't perfect because no. I got some epoxy on the roaster as good as I tried to tape it off. I that tried. Happens, dude. And what would what would perfect have been? Perfect would have been like, okay, cool. We're actually going to unbolt the roaster. Yeah. We're going to pick it back up. We're going to epoxy underneath it. We're going to put it yeah, back that. down. Like it's, But that wasn't an option because we were opening tomorrow. Yeah. And, and we, we had op- to. And we opened. Because we were out of money. Tomorrow. Yeah. So that was the balance yeah. right there. And it's like you get it done. And then you, you fix it later and it's fine yeah. because it didn't, none of that, again, it, it didn't go against the, our core promise. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody came in 
and said, oh, I saw, you know, one drip of epoxy on the roaster and there's actually a little tiny blank spot on the concrete. Nobody saw that. It didn't matter. No, so it, that's it actually your weirdly, point. even though it was shitty, it looked really, compared to what it was at the time, it, it looked, looked really clean. Yeah. And it looked like a garage. Well, it, it, was, it was what, you know, in the, what we needed. the car people, it's what, it's what we call a 10-footer. Yeah, Unless exactly. you're right next to it. It, it looks perfect. Yeah, you know, exactly. you can't tell. Yeah. you're like, damn, that thing's clean. Yeah, the pictures. You're like, dang, they did a good job. Yeah, that's so sweet, I was like, dude, dude. This is my first flooring job. Yeah. I'm like, I can do another I'm career if this bro. falls apart, dude. <laughs> pretty dialed, and that's what you said earlier. You know, knowing what's really important and knowing what you can let go right. at any one point in time. And for us, getting open was the most important thing. And the little hack job on the floor epoxy cool no big deal yeah we did it we did it it was stressful in the moment and then after that we're like oh cool it's just it's done this meets spec this is a good standard for us to have right now what are your specs what are your standards hey everyone that's the podcast for the week thanks so much for listening if you heard something that inspired you let us know or tell a friend these are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day if there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places, YouTube, Instagram. We're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone for being awesome. We'll be back next week.